Hey, listeners, we're your co-hosts, Ty, Tay, Jiren, and Chris. And you're listening to Listen Together, Together, a monthly podcast series from LGBT Detroit that amplifies the collective voices, experiences, and issues that echo throughout the LGBT plus community, while also providing listeners an opportunity to listen and learn. So join us as we listen together. Welcome to Coat with Pale, the Dominance Roundtable. Thank you to LGBT Detroit and District 5 for having us. We're so excited for our panelists today. I'm going to allow them to introduce themselves and then we'll get started with asking questions. And just to start off, I'm Sir Apocalypse. And I'm Bing Sadie. Native of Detroit, I'm Bobby, better known as the Fire Marshal. Hi, I'm a native of Detroit and a native of Windsor. I'm Goddess Lakshmi. Hi, I'm John Tatum. I'm also a native of Detroit, better known as Patrick. How's it going, everybody? I am Master Shango Onyx from Baltimore. And we thank you for being here. Thank you, everyone. perspective on the different roles. We talked about a master and a dom. John, who's been also in the culture for a lot of years, explain that to us, the different roles in the culture. Okay, the different roles in the culture. Um, I was actually having this conversation earlier with someone. I personally can go by top and go by sir. Love daddy, you know. <laughs> or dom. I personally don't subscribe to the uh, culture of master-slave. But the difference in a lot of that is for me, even though you're going to do what I tell you to do, I still want your opinion. Slaves don't have an opinion. Slaves don't have an option. And I don't think I want someone I look at as a robot or a puppet. Mm-hmm. So I want to know, oh no, I don't feel like cooking you dinner. No, maybe you don't feel like cooking what I want, but you can cook that. Or I don't feel like tying up your boot. So I don't feel like going to get your uniform for tomorrow or your clothes for tomorrow. Okay. Well, just make sure they're ready for tomorrow when I'm doing it. They're doing it now. feel it. And the difference in that is you have some people who, um, I guess, they take that authority a little too far, even as a top instead of a, a master. I think as a top, you have a, a different um, view or you have a different look outlook on which people see you. I think as a sir or a daddy, it's the same thing. And 
what people expect from that is can also be different. But the thing is this year, if you know, as me as a top, I have three jobs. Respect your limits, to gain your trust, and to make sure I push you past your limits. That's as a top. As a daddy, I'm going to take care of you when I'm respecting your limits. <laughs> you already, we already got the trust, but I'm going to take care of you. I'm going to make sure that you are with her. My thing is touch. When I'm touching you, placing or not, you know that's a touch of love. That's my position from the top. As a dime, I want something done. Earlier today, I mean, I did rude. I said, we need some water. I told Puck, we need some water. Puck wanted that water. Those are the different aspects of what dimes, tops, serves, and daddies do. And I just want to say one thing. I have to disagree with my sister just a little bit. Because I know plenty of tops who are totally in control. When you say they do everything, you know, they're in control. Who tell they buy away how to fuck them? That's all I'm saying. <laughs> so in other words, you're saying that there are some uh, surgeons, masters, mm -hmm. that will bottom oh, yeah. sexually for someone else yes. instead of just being yeah. the top or the the, the dom person in, in, but they're more bottom in penetration more than the fetish. They still in control because they tell them how they want it. They tell them what position. They tell them what toys to get. Then they tell them to stop and just don't don't move. And they want to whatever. But they're still going to be in control of making sure they get what they want as that dog, top daddy, sir, whatever. Whatever atmosphere they're using at that particular moment in time. I think in the, I guess, an aspect of kink, the uh, a top or bottom isn't necessarily dominant since you mentioned we're talking about what is a dominant. I don't necessarily see a top as a dominant. I see a top as somebody that is in control of the scene and the moment. Okay. A dominant is in control of not just the scene, but how you emotionally in the space, how are you physically in the space, and how we are going to close the scene. Like, I am in charge of not just the scene, I am in charge of the being. Okay. I think what's important that's kind of happening in your answers is acknowledging um, the intergenerational experience on this panel, right? Because there's a conversation that guys like Shimi and sometimes Hagar have having that's different than Sir Shango because of the, the time that we came up that we learned the conversations that were being had, the language that's being used, like there's a lot of newer things that are being newer, I say newer, like last 10 years kind of newer, um, that are being integrated into the conversation that's a little bit different than, you know, some of the vets that have been around a long time. Absolutely. And one of the other words we're using now is handler, for example, in the pub culture. Yes. Handler is also a big part of it. Handlers are also a part of the, being a dom serve, uh, they're training their pups in, in the play. Absolutely. Their commands, their hand gestures, there's things that the pup can learn and, 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 and do while the, while the handler is training them or, or in a space. I've, some of the best play I've seen is it, is, it was exciting to see it. You know, room full of people in the middle of a mosh pit dressed yes. in hoods yes. Yes. and tails either around their waist or up in their ass. Mm -hmm. yes. Wiggling, legs cop to pee, having sex in the middle of the floor like dogs in doggy style, sniffing each other, smelling each other, 
you know, playing with each other, rolling around the floor in full puppy mode, not coming out of their headspace. And, and, and to know that some handler taught them that, that is a whole different scene than we did. We know, we saw the, um, the, the into the equestrian part with the horses and, yes. and all that. That was, that was our scene back yes. then. But now we got, we don't see that hardly anymore. That, that was an excellent segue into what I was going to say. I come from 1984. I can tell you all, I look good for my age. I'm 62 and ain't got a problem with it. But I really want you to understand, I come from where these words, some of them didn't even exist, okay? Not in my culture. And a handler, lovey-dovey was my handler because I had an event that had things that were going like this. Does that mean that she is not a leather girl? No, it, she's serving me because I can't get myself somewhere on time, as y'all saw today. <laughs> However, the other part to the equation is very good that you said because that is exactly what I did, but I started at the bottom. People did not know that. I started as a slave. I do not, however, have a submissive bone in my body. I signed a contract for a year and a day to serve my master. After that year and a day, the day was the only day I was free, and I was free to leave without any embarrassment, any bondage, any, any, any strings attached, everything was fine. That was what the contract said. You can leave on that one day. Then you have to make a decision. Are you going to serve me for another year? And I said yes. Because I didn't feel I had learned enough to leave him. And I said yes for one more year. And then I flipped the script. And he said, good. And very good. And that, to hear that from your master, is like golden. It's absolutely golden. Now, I, I see people, oh, you go this, you go do this. They don't say please or thank you. They don't have any form of home training, manners, okay? Being courteous is not um, in a year, okay? 1984 is the same as 2023. Being courteous, child, excuse me, could you pass me that water, please? Pup, excuse me, could you bring me another glass of water, please? Is that hard? No. I've kneeled before masters and I've kneeled before slaves and I've never ever felt any different. Mm. Uh, getting back to what you're talking about, um, I guess when it comes to finding your place as a dominant, traditionally you traditionally you started off as a submissive. That's how you learned about the skills that you wanted to acquire. Um, it does not mean that you have to stay in that place. I learned day one that submission is not for me. <laughs> and I never ever want to do it again, but that doesn't mean that I'm not willing to learn about the stuff that I want to do. 
And I had to do that from my senior folks. Coming into Onyx was absolutely the space that I needed to be in to learn what I needed to know. And, um, and through the years of my process, that's what made me feel like I wanted to be in the dominant space, not just as a dominant, but somebody who was going to be a leader in the community and to be the people that wanted to follow me. So. How do we take care of ourselves? Not the ones on the bottom. How do we take care of ourselves as dominant? It can come from an educational background. Um, it can go from being in the space and seeing the people. Uh, that's one of the biggest learning experiences that you can have. That's taking care of yourself. If you don't know, you can't produce. And that's, that's basically it. Um, you can't lead somebody into anything if you can't take care of yourself. So that means that you have to look what it is that you want to do with yourself. What it is that you need for yourself. You have to be on your own diet. You have to be on your own education. You have to be on your own exercise. You have to be on your own uh, mental stability. You have to push all of these types of things together for yourself. Your self-care. Do you need a manicure? Do you need even to do you need to go lay the hell down and shut the hell up? Do you you know these are things that you have to do to take care of yourself. That's the only way that you can lead. All right. So how do you take care of yourself? May I have that please? This is quite simply a bottle of really good, rich, emollient lotion, okay? We are people of color. People of color have dry skin, especially in the wintertime. So, you need to put lotion on your body, correct? Okay, now you move that bottle over there for me, my lady. Now, just like you put lotion on your body, you need to put lotion on your mind, mm. okay? You need to put lotion on your spirit. Mm. Do you understand? I am a super spiritual woman. Goddess comes from my religion. It has nothing to do with the lifestyle. Mm. Master comes from the lifestyle, okay? However, how do I take care of myself? My slaves actually take care of me. My slave, Subicue, had to pack my stuff, Sushango, because I was in Canada with my other slave at a cardiac appointment. That's the reason why I was late. Do you understand what I'm saying? So I am one that allows my slaves, my slaves have a voice, but then my slaves have served me for 25 years and 17 years. See, I don't do Velcro collars. All right? I, know. I don't do training collars. Okay? If you would like to come to my house and give it a try, that's fine. I need to know if you can clean the bathroom and clean the kitchen. You want to hear them three little words. Clean my house. Okay? Not play with me. Negotiations and the relationship, I am really in tune with you when you say that. And that's from 1984 to now. Goddess, I'm going to learn it from. Right. Goddess, I want to I need you to explain to them what a collar is. Explain, I, I, before you finish, explain to them what a collar is. The I, difference in some collars. Yes, please. Okay. Please. Yeah. All right. In BDSM, kink, and leather, there are collars. 
And I don't see one even in the buildings. I wish some is one in my bag. But anyway, it is something that tells another dominant, another top, another person that wants to play with you that you better talk to who owns me. Okay? Sweet Lonnie's collar is a 24 karat Gucci chain that he never takes off unless he has to go into the MRI machine or something like that. Okay? Super Q's is different. She has a dog tag because Super Q is epileptic and has some other things. So on the opposite side, it says, I belong to Goddess Lakshmi. The opposite side has her medical information. Okay? Now, a collar is supposed to be, or what I thought was supposed to be, a symbol of ownership. Okay? But don't make a mistake and walk up to somebody and think that they're owned because they have a collar on. That might be a grievous error. Because if you say, I'm going to talk to your master, and she said, excuse me, okay, because she just happened to have an outfit that she liked the collar that matched. And a collar can be a ring. A collar can be an anklet. A collar could be a piercing in the ear, okay? A labrette, a nose piercing, a Marilyn Monroe. Do I need to go on? It is what your master has opted to mark you with, okay? Now, I've seen this culture go from the collar is what they vie for. Our slaves were vying for that collar to people just go put on one. Oh, I just throw it on the floor. No respect, no discipline, no anything. They just, it's, it's actually a part of their outfit. Okay, a collar to me is something to be cherished. It's something that you take care of. And it's also something that should not be removed unless it's removed by your master. Did I answer your question, You did, sir? you did exactly that. Um, the next question I was gonna ask, which was, um, what are things that we should have in place before we start being a dominant to another person, what are some either character traits or skill sets that you should have in place before you pick up property as something you may call for? Yes, please. I think you should start with being a good top, making sure that you know you have the basics down. Do you know you know what the culture is that you're stepping into? Uh, first of all, educate yourself, read some books. You know, do as much reading as possible. When you start to get active. Uh, be as honest with the people that you are playing with as possible. You know, don't overshot, don't overshoot your skill set because that's just gonna mess you up. No, but that's just gonna mess you up first yeah. by overshooting your skill set and then not being able to perform. Yeah. And then you know, once you lose trust physically, you lose everybody. You lose everything. Let them off do Okay, so I come from the standpoint that I was a service comp first. So this means that I play with more people that are new to the scene than anything. So one of the things that I make sure that I do is that I do not scare them away from what it is that I'm trying to get to mention. Um, 
I am a fire play demon, so that means that I play on, I'm on, I'm on edge play. I'm one of these people. <laughs> I'm saying, <laughs> um, and with edge play, I'm into sensory overload. So, um, when people see flames, they forget that people have promised the flames. So what it is that I do is I have to make sure that they can see me do it to myself first, to see that they know that I'm willing to do it, then that means that they are able to do it. Uh, I give them a lot of direction on what it is that I'm doing to them so that they understand. You have to give somebody a base of what it is to do something. If you can't talk it, you shouldn't be doing it. Yeah. That's, that's just the basic. And that's what goes into him saying uh, when you're going into your, 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 your learning your basics and not overshooting what it is that you can do. You have to learn somewhere. So you're going to run into new people. You have to. I had to start somewhere. Right. Um, don't shoot that person down. Even as a top, even as a dominant. Do not shoot another person down who's trying to learn. Right. Um, and just because they're trying to learn it doesn't mean that they're going to be a top or not. What, what I what I love about Bobby, you know, when he was coming to the scenes, I remember I was one of the people who reached out to him also. But what he did was what he did was he sought out people that fit more who he was, that he confided in, and had similar interests in the culture. I was one of a few of us in the culture. We all knew we all knew the boys that were reaching out to us. We all would always talk about Bobby was one of the ones that reached out to me back in the day. And it was my pride to see who he became. You know, right before my eyes, I seen him on the scene in spaces. He and Lynx, around the same time, Lynx is one of my sons, who are fire plays, edge play, spanking, creating toys, creating gear, creating gadgets, um, and um, proud, you know, proud daddy all the time with some of these boys. But to see him be the person he is, and they didn't believe him. They didn't believe him. They tested him. They didn't want him around. They didn't, right? I was right. I remember those days. I was and, and I and I was still with him through all of that. He called, he wanted, I wanted people to call when it happened, when it was happening to him. And he got through it, and it became who he was. And then they started seeking him out. They even started paying him to show up. That's the progress that I've made. I think that's also a good point that we should say out loud. Um, if you decide to be a dominant, you're pretty much committed to a lifetime of learning. Say that one more time. Those <laughs> <laughs> like a lifetime, right? Like there is no you gain skills and now I'm a dog and I can do today. You have to continuously learn because the information changes, the tools change, the safety changes, the things we know about how these things are affecting bodies changes, right? So if you aren't continuing your education, you are probably not going to be very relevant very you do have to make sure that you are having the conversations with the people that are coming up because they're going to know some stuff that you don't know. Just like we have to have conversations with people that were here before us because y'all don't have a lot more stuff than we do. So it's very important to make sure that you're always in the space of being open to learn. That's why I call myself, even though I'm a dominant, I call myself a servant leader because first and foremost, I'm a service to my community, the group. Thank you, everyone. I want to thank everyone.
I'm going to wrap this up. For being here for our panel, I want to thank again LGBT Detroit and Cold as Hell and guys like Shimi, Sir Havoc, Sir Shaka, Master Shaka, and Bobby for being here. Um, I want to thank my co host, Dave Sid, for being a part of this panel. Um, I am Sir Bobbins. And I appreciate you all for being here. This is Cold as Hell. And thank you. Have a good one, folks. All right.